Good evening and welcome back. Today I'm going to talk about growth, um, both in the physical sense, as in a baby in utero, but also growth in spiritual, uh, emotional, and just how these two things coincide for me and perhaps for you, and how I've learned so much from physically birthing children, and how it relates to the birth of Um, my own emotional and spiritual path. Um, So I want to start with the stages of labor in physical, in the physical realm. There are four stages of labor um, until you birth the baby. And the first is early labor, Second is start of active labor. Third is active labor. And fourth is transition. Early labor is something like it's easy to manage. It's walking around, um, perhaps even doing laundry or washing dishes. It's not it's not at the point that you want to go to the hospital or get in your birthing tub if you're at home, but it's manageable and hospitals wouldn't take you at this point anyway (laughs) Um, because it's too early. And let me be clear, this is not how every birth goes. This is just the normal textbook. Anyways, um, early labor is like, all right, cool, I got this. But um, in the more spiritual um, and emotional type of labor, it shows up like, hey, what was that feeling or thought or emotion? Or, hmm, that person said something really interesting and or that hurt me, why, you know, why did that, why did that phrase or that comment bother me so much? But it doesn't spend a lot of time in your mind. It's just kind of shows up and then goes away and you're mostly comfortable. You don't think about it much. It's pretty manageable. And then in the physical world, the start of active labor is Contractions become a little closer together. Um, It makes your body move a little more slowly and a little more intentionally. So you don't feel as fine. (laughs) You're feeling a little bit more slowed down by these contractions. They're a little bit, they're working your body a little harder. And same that shows up in the emotional or the spiritual. You start to think of that comment or that 
phrase or or that whatever that thing that happened with you and another person it shows up more it's um not as easy to go on as normal um and the feelings or the thoughts behind that that um thing that bothered you is is getting stronger um for instance something that I um have struggled with is uh parents and um how they I thought they were fine I thought I had a fine childhood um I didn't think about it much. Yeah, there was some stuff there that wasn't great. But then I got pregnant and started reading books about parenting and thinking about raising my own kids and was like, huh, I think I need to think about how I was raised a little bit more, you know? So it went from like early labor, like that wasn't great, to like active labor, if you will. Where I started thinking more about my childhood. Um, and then we get to, uh, stage three of actual active labor. So in the physical baby, um, the baby physical world, it's starting to, the body's really starting to progress, starting to open up, starting to, um, make physical changes in in a mom and the baby gets closer to coming out and um, just things definitely get more serious Um, progression is coming quicker and it kind of stops you so every time you're having this contraction or this thought or this feeling um it just kind of makes you pause and really look at it and so in the physical world I I can literally feel the feeling it's just like this strong tightness in my lower belly and it's kind of almost taking the breath out of me and um that's like really what it feels like in the in the physical and emotional realm too it's um this stopping this um making me have to go get a journal or talk about it or get it out of my body and my mind somehow it just needs to get out um and it literally makes me stop and dig deeper and and think about these things um that are bothering me and it the repose is harder to find it's um it's harder to find those moments of rest around it um even in the physical world you just kind of are thinking about even when you're resting you're kind of thinking about well what's my my next move for this next contraction um or what's my next move um like do I talk to this person although I'm not ready yet or do I like just talk to a therapist or do I talk to a trusted friend like how do I find a way to get a solution um and it 
makes you realize there's more hard work to be done. And then, so for my example with my parents, um, I had, well at this point I had actually had a child and I was parenting and old patterns were coming up. Patterns I couldn't, I couldn't step away from and um, I didn't know how to get them out of my body so I started researching and making a plan and um, and realizing too that, that my childhood wasn't actually great and how do I um, maneuver my own my own way I was parented while also trying to parent differently in real time when my brain wants to go back to what I what I know to be comfortable and normal um, even though I know it's not normal so that was a that is a really big mind fuck but that's for another time then we get to the final final stage of labor which is called transition I remember learning about this in a Bradley class and a Bradley class is just a class for parenting uh, or I'm sorry not parenting um, it's like a labor class it's a birth class you, you learn about your body you learn about positions and it's a husband or a partner based class where your partner is your coach your birth coach basically um, and I remember reading about transition and it freaked me out <laughs> and even thinking about it freaks me out um, that was transition is even in the spiritual and emotional realm it really gets me um, it's the the stage where you are in between two worlds the world of being a physical mother and physically taking care of this very needy new human and and not doing that like the the end of this chapter and the beginning of a new one and um, for the baby too I mean the first time they will enter the earth and breathe breath and poop (laughs) they don't poop until they're out and or or they're in labor or they're trying to come out which isn't always great but anyways um yeah it's it's a big transition is that big uh, huge like right before the big finale and it's um it can be hard for many it definitely was for me um and even in the physical in the emotional realm it's such a weird in-between you're just teetering in this in-between world and it's so hard I felt like during labor during physical labor that I wasn't going to make it I always thought I was going to die um it it really made me face my humanity and um also made me made me face my fears I had natural births with both of my births but right in transition I screamed that I wanted drugs which it was too late um 
but I knew by the second time around that that's that I I was about to have a baby um but it's so hard it, it's the surrender it's either it, you, you you have to surrender I mean you have to there's no not surrendering in that stage you've come too far to sur to not you can't go back it's impossible the only way the only way to get to the other side is to go through it and that I think is what scared me reading that and then the description of how mothers are like I'm all done I don't want to do this I'm going home I it's it's done we're, we're not having a baby today <laughs> uh definitely rang true for me and um some in the in, in the spiritual emotional world too I feel the same way I'm like I'm not gonna make it I can't I can't go through this it's not I'm not cut out for this I'm not that strong um and there is still in the physical world there is there there is um repose there is that breath of um uh rest but it's so quick and it's so fleeting like you just want it to stay like you're at this at this stage you're begging for it and then you get maybe a breath maybe two breaths in and it and then the and the contraction is just the next one is just stronger than the next and your body's beautiful and it only gives you a little bit more pain and a little bit more but you know the next one's going to be a little bit more and it's just it's the knowing that can really mess with me and um I, I like to protest. I like to dig in my heels and say no. Even in the emotional and physical realm, it's just like, no, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, I've, I'm done. Um, but then it gets to this point where you know a birth is about to take place. And it's this point that is just, it's impossible to move forward because it's so painful. But it's, even more painful to not move um and then and then it just happens it feels like total hell and then all of a sudden a birth takes place and it's beautiful and I mean I feel like the physical is different because you get a baby like you get it's the I mean if you don't have drugs it's the highest um and like not even just endorphins but like oxytocin rush you'll ever get it's the highest high you could ever get naturally um and then you get to bond with a this beautiful like wet crying tiny human that feels so foreign and so familiar like you were always meant to be with them and I feel like that's what birth of the emotional and spiritual is right like you get this piece of you back that was never supposed to leave you and you just get to like hold it and be with it again after so long um at least in my really strange example of my parents um I don't think I've made it past uh transition yet I 
I don't think I have. Um, I think I'm still there in many ways, digging my heels in and, and not wanting to face the hardest part of it. Um, which includes talking about it with my parents and that is the hard part that's the work that's the place I won't find much rest um but it's also the quickest and I can't wait because I really want that back to be a way better parent I am just realizing that like as of this week it's just calling me so deeply to to talk about it, to bring closure to it, um, to give my child self their dignity back, to say, hey, like, they don't even have to acknowledge that they were wrong or that they were bad parents in many ways. I just have to be able to say it. And also be thankful there they weren't the worst but anyways um yeah that's how birth for me relates to so many so many things and <clears throat> if you don't want to hear anything about my beliefs you can stop right here but um last week's or a portion or a drosh or um, a sermon like what you read in the Bible before you go to service for that weekend <clears throat> what it was for us was um, the story about Jacob um, and him wrestling with the angel and his name being changed to Israel, but also it was about, and this is what nobody preaches on, and it makes me want to scream, at least I've never seen it, but uh, Rachel, and how she gave birth to her last son, Benjamin, she didn't even name him that, her, her dying breath was... I think it was Ben Eon, I forget, but his dad named it, to, changed it to Benjamin, uh, Jacob or Israel, changed it, and um, which is really interesting. I just realized um, maybe it was because Jacob's name was changed to Israel that he changed his youngest son's name. I wonder. Um, there was a lot in this portion. It was beautiful. I learned a lot, and also really heartbreaking. But everyone wants to talk about Jacob and how he wrestled with the angel all night and his hip socket got messed up and he had to walk with a limb for the rest of his life. And in that, his name was changed. And um, everyone wants to talk about that and how, like, in a way, it's like facing your fears. Well, he faced his fears with his brother, but that's a different story. Um, And um, wrestling with an angel can be, you know, um, free of fear either um, and nobody talks about Rachel and how 
when you're a woman, especially then, you knew you were going to be a mother. I mean, that was kind of your currency was birthing male men, male uh, male children. And um, it's wild that she only gave birth to two babies and they were both men. And it was when they were really young or when she was pretty, not pretty old, but like older, right? And I mean, I don't know, was she one of the older ones? I don't remember. I don't think so. Um, anyways, so what I'm trying to say is that she went into labor and, um, well, even right before she went into labor, um, um, after Jacob's name was changed to Israel, he was told by God to go and uh, cleanse himself and be, and, and even put new clothes on and build an altar and, um, do all of these like cleansing rituals and, um, take all the idols out of his, out of his, um, tents and, in the earlier part of the story when Rachel and Jacob and everyone of his family left her father's house, um, Laban, uh, Rachel stole some of his, her father's idols and, um, then he came back for them and kind of disgraced Jacob and, um, his, her dad never found them because she hid them under her under her person while she was on a camel or donkey I don't know but um she told her dad she couldn't get up because she was on her period and that's how she kept her idols and it's funny because it's like she never really wanted to she wanted to keep a piece of home you know she wanted to keep holding on to something instead of letting go um and um, being in the transition stage and she finally had to you know did let go in that ritual at the end with with Jacob when when he was told to do this cleansing thing I mean she had to because well she didn't have to we don't really know I'm making conclusions over here so don't listen to me I'm no scholar that's just the conclusion I, I came to um and I thought it was beautiful because she went through this cleansing and then um she faced the fear of many women and it's usually um us fearing first when we're pregnant that our child is going to be hurt or killed or die somehow in our womb or so careful um we try to you know do everything right and the second and close second, maybe a first for some women. I'm not trying to say all women. I don't speak for all of us, but um, others <laughs> worry for their lives because we literally are potentially risking our own lives for a new life to come. Um, and it's it was just really beautiful that she kind of got to let go, right? She let go of the idols finally. Um, this is what I got up from it. Maybe she didn't, I don't know, but in my mind's eye, she let go of these idols and then she 
had gave birth to her second son which was a big deal so big so big of a deal that while she was dying during labor her midwife tried to reassure her with you having a male <laughs> like oh but you're 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 having a male like maybe that will revive you um and um her last breath was naming her son but she faced her fear the fear that so many of us have which is dying in labor um and I don't know I just feel like there's such a beauty to that like her 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 transition um at the end of her transition she transitioned and so many of us do we you know everyone wants to think that we birth children and we do but we birth mothers um every single time it doesn't matter how many times you're pregnant you birth into a new motherhood um with this being um, or beings that you are birthing and um it was just a beautiful thing to think about um she this time she transitioned into her own new life um whatever that looks like and I just wanted to end the birthing of it all with Rachel and just honoring her. I feel like most women in the Torah and beyond don't get much recognition, so I'm here to give them some honor. Anyways... I hope you enjoyed this. I will be talking about birth in other ways, I'm sure, in the future. But thanks for sticking around. Have a good night.